The epistle lesson assigned for this All Saints Sunday comes from Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, chapter 1. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and domination and above every name that is named, not only in this age but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet And made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. The names of those we love and miss will be read in a moment. Surely added to those names on that list. Our others, each of us, will remember silently today. Why do we do this when the culture we live in prefers happy, positive words, struggles mightily to avoid grief and avoid death? Emily Dickinson, in her poem, wrote, After a great pain, A formal feeling comes, the hour of lead. And many of you know of which she speaks. Every door, drawer I open reminds me of her, he said to me eight months after his beloved died. The hour of lead, stuck, paralyzed. Grief is hard and complicated. We feebly struggle here on earth in so many ways. The novelist Julian Barnes, writing about the death of his wife, notes, you put together two people who have not been put together before. Something new is made and the world is changed And then at some point, sooner or later, for this reason or that reason, one of them is taken away. And what is taken away is greater than the sum of what was there. This may not be mathematically possible, but it is emotionally possible. We feebly struggle. After the funeral for my 94-year-old grandmother, 
in her Finnish Lutheran church. Our family, a large family, ate lunch in the church basement. I'd never been in the basement. I'd been in the sanctuary many times with her. And I was looking at pictures of former pastors on the wall, and the pastor of the church came over to me and he said, listen, these aren't very interesting. Why don't you go look at these pictures over here? Well, on that wall were dozens and dozens and dozens of simply framed pictures, mostly black and white, of all the confirmation classes in that church from its very beginning as a Finnish immigration community. I found my father, his name written below it, along with his other 10-year-old confirmands in their white confirmand robes. A few frames over was my aunt with her class. And I looked them up and down, aunts and uncles, cousins and friends, all with peculiar names like mine. Likala, Saarinen, Koskinen, Swamala, Swoma, Kulma, Sampi, Piatala. We were all there. My people, God's people, my family, God's family, most gone to their heavenly home. I was overwhelmed by all the connections which just came flooding through me, joyously so, as I remembered our lives so interconnected together. Death had not separated us. On All Saints, we celebrate the power of God to use ordinary people to do divine things. We celebrate all on whom God's, God has acted in baptism and confirmed, sealed, as Ephesians puts it, by the Holy Spirit. We celebrate that God, through ordinary acts of love, brings the kingdom of heaven closer and closer. We celebrate that we have, in all who gone before us, what St. Paul calls a great cloud of witnesses. And the faithful departed are as much of the body of Christ as we are. It's really quite amazing when you think of it, that we are connected to so much and to so many. Connected to so much faith. Connected to so much love. Connected to so many stories. We try and connect, you know, in so many ways, Facebook and all of those other things, but none of it really works. None of it connects me to the body of Christ. What connects me to the body of Christ is not my piety or my good works or my beliefs. It is God. God who gathers up all of his children in the church eternal. Death is never the final word. Because in both life and death, 
and life beyond death, we are very much connected to God and to each other. It is our glorious inheritance, says Paul. So today, we remember all the deeply faithful and gloriously ordinary saints of God's church through whom the glory of God has been revealed. O blessed communion, fellowship divine, we feebly struggle, but they in glory shine. But all are one in thee, for all are thine. It is a God of resurrection we worship, not anonymous dead ends. In a few moments, we will gather around this table a foretaste of the heavenly kingdom around which all the saints have already gathered. And we will give thanks that we are tied to this great communion of people, the church on earth and the church in heaven, all who have called on the name of God. We give thanks for all the saintly acts that have gotten us to this place knowing that saintly acts are always simple acts of love. Some years ago, I came into the sanctuary early on Sunday morning to get ready, and Skip Williams was out here in his usher station getting things ready, as he always did. I spoke to him, and he called me over, and he whispered, Come over here. i got something for you to show you. And he got his cell phone out and he says, take a good look at this deer I shot yesterday. Waited four hours for this beauty. Trying to avert my eyes from what was in the back of that pickup truck. I said, that's good, Skip. We have enough bulletins today. (laughs) And he persisted. He said, ever see anything like this? Well, no, I replied, I haven't. He said, I wanted you to be the first to know and you to be the first to get some of the venison from this deer. I said, Lindy's going to love that. (laughs) It was one of many simple acts of love and friendship from this good man. I believe it was after Charlotte Jones' brother's funeral that I made an unannounced visit at her house around lunchtime. I don't usually do that, but I dropped in on my way home to lunch. She welcomed me graciously, asked me if I'd eaten lunch, and I said, no, I'm on my way home. I think Lindy has something for me. And she said, good, sit down over there, and I'll make you a pimento cheese sandwich. (laughs) You like that, don't you? Before I could answer, there I was, sitting down in an easy chair, eating a pimento cheese sandwich, drinking sweet tea in front of the TV. We were eating and talking and watching some soap opera. And she said, this isn't as trashy as some. And I couldn't tell if she meant that as a good thing or a bad thing. One day, I told George Weeks I had bought a brand new riding lawnmower 
got it off the truck, got it in the yard, got it started, and realized I couldn't put it in the backyard because I had a fence around the backyard that didn't have a gate big enough to let the riding lawnmower in. (laughs) George Weeks just kind of smiled in a disgusted sort of way. The next day he came in and he put in a gate and he never told a soul what I'd done. I could go on and on. Couldn't we all? You have your own stories, your own connections to the great inheritance of the saints. Your own faith that grew because of someone on this list. And today that great communion of saints who have handed the faith down to us now surround us cheering us on to our finish line. God's love for us is so intense, so unshakable, so unseverable, that death itself, cruel and ultimate though it may be, cannot bring any closure to God's great determination to be a friend to all of us. We belong to God beyond death when mortals can no longer interact with us. God made us for eternity. God's unyielding plan for each of us is a heavenly life that isn't me doing whatever tickles my fancy playing golf all my days where the greens are always perfect. No, it's something deeper and richer than that. I will praise God and the rest of God's saints forever. Oh, blessed communion, fellowship divine. We feebly struggle, they in glory shine. Yet all are one in thee, for all are thine. Alleluia. Alleluia. Amen.